pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So that just about leaves us time to say thank you very much for listening this evening. Thanks to our contributors, uh, Derek, obviously, and the other people that we played. Uh, We've been One Life Left, Resonance FM's video game radio show. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye! Seven out of ten. Welcome to One Life Left, <laughs> Britain's favourite video games broadcast. That's what we are, is it? Mum, Something don't switch on. off. So, yes, I thought, seeing as though the news this week... Sorry, we should say hello and stuff, should we, properly? Hello, I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Anne Breeze. Welcome to a show about video games. Yes, which we've decided uh, or this week to do in reverse. You did a very high-concept introduction to the show, didn't well, you? Well, did you see, right, after all that nonsense about the Dead Isla trailer, uh, it went in the charts at number one. This is the crucial period for the GMA votings. Right. If we do it backwards, oh, very clever. We, we might get in at number one. I see. So we're going to close on the news? Yeah, no. We have to do reviews next. Yeah, so we'll close yeah, on we'll the news. Oh, see, sorry. Close on yes, the news. maybe. Who, who knows? You know what I think, though? Um, I think already the GMA judges will have seen our high concept. They'll have turned it off by now. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they will. <laughs> that's, oh, that's quite, they'll have voted. Yeah. <laughs> Took it off, sent it off post-haste. Uh, the GMAs are the Games Media Awards for which One Life Left has been nominated for the fifth year running. Come on. That's all of our years. Mm. And all of the GMA's years as well. Yeah. Match made in heaven. Mm. The only way you could make that marriage better is to consummate it. <laughs> for the second time with an award. So today we will be soliciting votes for that. Are we? <laughs> and in addition to that, we'll be doing the news. Three. We'll be doing some reviews. Three. And we'll have some features. Excellent. I suppose we shouldn't mess around any longer, should we? No, let's go. on Monday the 12th of September. I'm Anne Scanthbury and this is the news. Dead Island developer Techland hasn't been having a good time. First it went and released a buggy console version of the game which could only be fixed with a patch that deleted existing saved games. Then it released the wrong version on Steam. Unfortunately the released version was a developer build which had some old kind of offensive code in it. The code called one of the character skills feminist whore and made a bad situation a lot worse. Techland has apologised about a million times and promised to get out of bed the right side this week. As part of our GMA campaign, yep. we will be not calling people feminist tours. No. Oh. So you're safe. Yeah. Good. Yeah. For now. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a botch launch, actually, wasn't it, behind the scenes? Not that it seems to have made much difference. No, still number one. Number one. Uh, but yeah, they released 
the wrong version onto Steam. Uh, so a dev build. How does it? I mean, you're a developer, Steve. How does it work? Like, you have a version. Do you have a version in your hand? You have loads of versions in your hands. Think and you of go, them like cupcakes. Right. So you've got them in your hands, and you go well. And then you've got a Steam. You've got a you've got a delicious tray of cupcakes, and mm. each of those cakes has a different filling for a different audience. Right. Some uh, of them are strawberry cupca- cupcakes. Okay. And. Mmm. Some of them are chocolate cupcakes. I really don't like chocolate cupcakes. That's for me. Yeah. And some of them are vanilla cupcakes. Yum. There we go. Right. And you you have to make sure the right cupcake goes onto Steam. Or you could just upload the ingredients straight to Steam, couldn't you? That's not exactly... It's not exactly... Not really. It's more complex. Or you could write down your your thoughts about women secretly (laughs) and and upload (laughs) those... Dear diary. (laughs) (laughs) So it's developer thinking, you know, it's late nights in the studio, because that's what they said. They said it was crunch time. We were all tired. We went misogynistic. I need to write my diary before I go to sleep. (laughs) What's the safest place (laughs) I could put this where no one will ever find it? Put it in the dev build... Because no one's, no one's supposed to see the dev build. We're not putting. Don't put that on Steam. Someone should put a post yeah, it on it. Don't put that cupcake <laughs> on Steam. Just Whatever a little you note. Do. And then someone gets excited and they trundle along. They see that cupcake and they think, "Oh, it's delicious. Everyone will love that." Put it out there, and suddenly the whole internet is eating the same cake, and that cake is full of someone's diary. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm lost now. Microsoft has banned a load of Xbox Live accounts for marketplace theft. Posting on the Xbox.com forum, a spokesperson said, During the course of a recent investigation, we have discovered users who illegitimately accessed Xbox Live Marketplace downloadable content. Please know that we are being very careful regarding these suspensions and have clear evidence regarding each account issued a permanent suspension for the service. Many banned users are banging their cell doors and pleading their innocence, but Microsoft has refused to comment on individual cases. This is interesting. Yeah, what what had they done exactly? Um, they had downloaded uh, content illegitimately, Dirty and pirates. and they said that it wasn't an accident. Is this? <laughs> I, I've seen uh, people post on forums about when Microsoft accidentally released content too early, and if you go to somewhere, you can get DLC free, and you shouldn't do. It and everyone goes, "Oh, quick, get it now!" Is that that sort of thing? I don't think so, because they said it. People definitely. Oh, actually, maybe it is because they said people definitely went out of their way to do it. it wasn't It wasn't by accident. I wonder because I wonder whether they are correlating those account details with forum posts and things like that, where people have been gloating over it, and that's don't the gloat. evidence they talk shush, about. Shush. I don't know. I'm speculating. Maybe if you uh, what you should do is only write about it embedded in your own game code. Yeah, talking about pirating uh, Microsoft <laughs> stuff. Really, I didn't know this sort of thing went on. It seems a bit silly to do that, wouldn't it? When you suspect people, like, if, people like free stuff. Sure, but if there's something... Like, essentially, the weapon against piracy is being connected to the, inter- being connected to the internet. Mm. That's where they can track. So, downloadable content must be the easiest thing to try. I would have thought the pirates would be a little more sophisticated than this. They can only see out of one eye, though. <laughs> Participants in a Call of Duty Elite beta have shown that getting to know each other can prevent a hostile gaming atmosphere. Speaking to Gamasutra at... Activision's digital VP Jamie Berger said of the beta, it breaks down those anonymous walls and turns it into something where you start knowing each other. You try to treat your neighbours with respect. When you create a true community, that, to me, is the difference between a social gaming and a community. It's almost, almost as if people who play games are real humans. Very almost. This is absolutely true, I think. Football football has its seasons. (laughs) Communities have their seasons. If you you make people human... Mm not faceless robots and people are going to behave you know with humanity says the man responsible for the game that has let you mow down humans in an airport (laughs) (laughs) but the people doing it co-op were going we're still chatting yeah come on guys let's really kill these people together (laughs) oh that's nice but do you play (laughs) you first Dan (laughs) (laughs) Simon do you play these games online no I'm too I'm too nervous to um, because I'm not good enough to play these games online and usually the people I, I discover that by going online and being beaten at them by children, people that are that are younger than me. But it's not even children; it's adults behaving like children. Talking like just Joe Pasquale beats me <laughs> on, on Xbox, Xbox Live every week. 
Yeah, it's 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 something about I think the the nature of anonymity uh, makes people behave like that, and anything they can do to break down that barrier is good. Still, I am not going anywhere near. No, thank you. No, no. chance. No, um, I don't want to spoil the review section, which you know, obviously, in the Dead Island spirit should have come already. But I was playing Driver this week. Driver. Yeah, th- uh, no, it's not called that this time. Isn't um, it? Uh, and, yeah, I didn't go online because I didn't want to talk to people. Now, mm. you and I used to enjoy... I'm pointing at Steve here. Uh, used to enjoy uh, racing, giggling in Midtown Madness 3, didn't we? And laughing and stuff like that. But that's because we used to go on as friends together. I've never played Midtown Madness 3. You've well, confused uh, me with oh. another man on the internet. And this isn't the first time this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> we used to play Ghost Recon. We did. Yeah, I'm lot. sure we played Mid- Midtown. That was no, during the same me. period. Not Happy me. Days. Not me. Never played it. Don't like cars. Okay. Well, anyway, we, yes, we enjoyed it because we know each other. Yes, and, and that's it. I, and I didn't know anybody else who was playing driver, so I didn't want to go on. And <clears throat> equally, I didn't want to go on and then be that person who doesn't speak to other people. Yeah. Be the mysterious Creepy, driver. Just yeah, looking, exactly. Looking, just watching. Also, them. I don't own the game and I wasn't wearing any trousers. <laughs> Customers at Game and Game Station in the UK will now be able to buy Xbox Live content in store. You'll be able to use loyalty points, store credit, or actual real proper money, and will get a code in an email, text, or on a receipt to redeem digital content. A similar setup for the PlayStation Network is due to be rolled out this month. This puts a massive spanner in our vision for the future where all shops are obsolete, you never have to leave the house, and all goods are teleported directly to you. This is really interesting. Uh, did it mention a store in that news report? Yeah, game, game, game. It and did game say that. station. Because I was, I was unsure. Because I actually saw this in in game this week in Guildford. Uh, they have a special shelf for all of these titles, which I think is great because it goes back to. I don't know about you, Simon, but I remember um, in the early eighties. <sighs> Mid eighties, mm. late eighties, mm-hmm. of games being for sale in newsagents, pocket money prices, and on stations, racks, yeah. yeah. And this is that kind. Of, you know, these are sort of almost impulse buy prices. They're under a tenner, and the sort of thing you can pick up stuff. However, I thought that you say you get a code for the XPLA releases. Is that right? Yeah. Because the way I'd seen it set up, and maybe I misinterpreted, was it just told you it just gave you a code for the right amount of points. And then you went and spent those points on that game, which I think is a bit. Maybe I've got that wrong. Uh, someone from game like can have. correct me. Or I know I the PSN titles were 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 out already, and for those you did buy the title and you bought the code, which you then redeemed. I think that's a great idea, and anything that can persuade more people to get online and um, get involved in digital uh, downloads is great. People can be very wary of uh, putting their credit card details into because they know you're they? lurking at the other end with your trousers on. <laughs> And finally, do you have a soft melodic voice? If yes, you could become the voice of the new Assassin's Creed Revelations theme song. All you have to do is record yourself singing along to the hauntingly stirring theme song, upload it to UJAM, get into the top 20 singers through a public vote, and then impress music men Hans Zimmer, Lorne Balfe and Simon Landry. That is all you have to do. And you'd get $1,000 too. Listeners, one of you should win this. You're nothing if not soft and melodic. Am I a listener? Yes. Are you a listener? Yes. Simon? Yes. Let's do it. We could do this, Let's couldn't we? Do we this. could um We could definitely have you do you know what this <clears throat> piece of music goes like? It is apparently haunting and stirring. So We can do that. Like Battlefield by Jordan Sparks. Yeah. I can't do that yeah. one. But if it's like Love Story by Taylor Swift. Then we that, could definitely do that one. Is that haunting? Yes. Uh, haunts me. We, so <laughs> but they very cleverly put some some small print in this, haven't they? Have like, they? Well, they um obviously the internet pe- people on the internet like to have a laugh as well mm. as oh. taking their trousers off, don't they? And then there was there was that um that man who wasn't a model, who was oh. voted for the next model, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. The shop next, rather than the TV series. And um, that was just troublemakers on the internet. So a similar thing could happen for this. We could get our legion of listeners to vote, vote for us. But the casting vote uh, you said in your story yeah. is down to Hans Zimmer. Yeah. How do we get to him? Maybe um, he's a listener. Hans. Assuming he's not a listener. <laughs> you yeah, you know how Hans. No, you whispered to Derek last week. Yeah. You could do that to Hans. <laughs> Gonna whisper in Hans' ears. <laughs> Hans. Hey Hans. Listen to this voice, Hans. So soft and melodic. It's perfect, isn't it, Hans? Can't you see that in Assassin's Creed? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we can do later in the show. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry. 
left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Some Patterns by Ultra Sid. We're a show about video games, but we also play brilliant chiptune music. You can find this and all of the other songs we'll be playing today at 8bitscollective.org. 8bitc. 8bc.org. 8bc. Who was it who wrote to us and thanked us for that? Oh, it was a man from Chilingo, wasn't it? Yeah. What was his name? Was it Dan? Dan. If it wasn't Dan, then we can just tell him that another guy from Chilingo wrote <laughs> called Dan. Exactly. Every, everybody from Chilingo wants to get on the show. And everyone loves our music. Yes. Um, we might even be making some later. So, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Do you think I was quite... I was quite excited about um, coming to work and seeing the video game charts this morning. It's <laughs> 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 been the first time in ages. Obviously, it's been a dismal August where uh, it's the, I think um, sales of games in shops has hit, like, an all-time low in August. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the reason I was excited was just to see, like, uh, how things would play out, because we had Resistance 3, Dead Island, um, and Space Marine came out this week. Oh, and Star Fox. Right, okay, you were playing that. Was playing Star Fox. Before our karaoke date. I was. You found me sitting on the floor. Sitting on the street outside the street. a pub. I was playing Star Fox. Pretending to be Fox McCloud. So, yeah, and, I, you know, I was... What I was most interested in was to see whether the hype... Uh, I mean, I, I was getting annoyed, because no one could mention Dead Island without going... Um, without mentioning that trailer. Like that, The trailer became the equivalent of Liz Hurley's dress. <laughs> but it did, because you couldn't mention one without the other, uh, it seemed. And and so when, this, when the trailer came out, it sort of split people on the internet, you know... Um, just imagine that uh, and some people loved it and it was you know one of the most affecting things they'd seen others were going well it, it's just a computer generated thing that has no rev- no relevance to the actual finished game and then during its development the uh, tech clan was saying no you know the game is actually going to be like this and you know it's not because you push start to start and you start at the beginning and not the end this and is exactly like Liz Hurley's dress <laughs> exactly yeah um, and then um yeah, I was just sort of keen to find out how it affects sales, and the game got sort of middling reviews. We've not played it yet, mm-hmm. so we can't comment. Mm. Seven out of ten, which would put us actually above uh, the, the Metacritic score. Really? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. So it hasn't had middling reviews. It's had polarizing reviews. I hear. That's true. Sorry, you're right. Metacritic's middling, but the reviews have been polarizing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Edge gave it a three out of ten. Really? Wow. Edge three though. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's average, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems to have done it no harm. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know how much they spent on the trailer. Um, mm. But ultimately, people will look back and think that it was a good thing to have done. I wonder whether sales of games these days depend less on the quality of the product and more on the marketing. That's right, yeah. And it's it seems to me that... Techland sort of were given a lot of benefit of the doubt. Like, so if Activision had released a trailer for their Transformers game, which was just scenes from the Transformers movie, mm. and that was it, what do you think the, um, the the reaction would have been? Happy. Would have been happy, or would have Bobby Kotick have been superimposed on Optimus Prime? <laughs> 
in that sort of sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems that we see, we just sort of seem to accept mm. this. I think it's also I think also sales are driven by content as well. So it's all very well uh, producing something and marketing it really really well. But first, you've got to have a thing that the audience of video games are interested in and the audience for video games like zombies so it doesn't matter how many zombie games they buy they'll always buy another one and dead rising is apparently an interesting take on zombies i haven't played it we haven't we haven't been sent it have we we haven't so we can't review it well we we could go and buy it but we don't want to well (laughs) we don't want our you know if we had to go to the shops we might have a bad experience on the way to the shops and that might reflect on in our review of the game (laughs) So we, we don't want that to colour our experience. We're trying to be fair. That's right. I mean, I bought Star Fox last Friday, um, and I saw a man behind me. Was, he was buying Dead Island. Really? Yeah, and I thought, I thought, I sort of shook my head at the man. <laughs> That's unfair of me, isn't it? Why? Turns out there were more of that man than there was of, 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 of me. Oh. Hmm? Yeah. Although, as Eurogamer pointed out to me this week, um, the charts are no indication of success, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was a very unusual thing to say. The number one game that you can actually buy and expect to receive in the post within a few days from that mysterious online retailer that I use for my charts is Zumba Fitness. That was a bit awkwardly long, wasn't it? Sorry. The fact that Zumba Fitness is still number one is undoubtedly no surprise, hence me mentioning it so early. I kind of feel I want to exclude it from being number one. It's just so regular there that it seems a number all to itself. You might as well consider everything that isn't Zumba Fitness part of the charts. Anyway, the second game is Dead Island, which has been causing controversy with it having some line of code referring to a skill as feminist whore, which has seemingly embarrassed them slightly more than the fact that after a rather well-produced and perhaps emotionally affecting teaser trailer, the game was little more than average at best. At least from what I've heard. In fact, most people have been considerably less kind to it, calling it rubbish and utter trash. Really, everyone who's been getting all excited about it on the basis of a non-gameplay footage trailer should be embarrassed as well. It's a bit like the blockbuster principle of throwing up money at something, hype it to make a spectacle out of it, and it's bound to make money. Just think of all those poor souls who've wasted £30 on it when they could have had several hundred iOS games for that price. However, my top-selling game this week, as far as I'm concerned, is Scrabble Interactive 2007 for the PC, which I've just sold this very minute for £50. I remember picking this up about a month ago from CES in Huddersfield, which I'm sure you're all terribly excited to know. It also cost me less than a fiver if I remember rightly. And I picked up a brand new copy today for £1.50, which was nice. I'm Derek Williams, and thank you to Duncan Timney for ably assisting with the music production in this free market economy. It's Derek Williams' feet, Duncan Timney. Nothing like consistency on One Life Left, is there? He's on message again, isn't he? <laughs> Obviously, he said this in on Sunday before the, before the charts this morning. That's Derek, he's prepared. He wasn't expecting Dead Island to be number one, was he? Wasn't it's blown him away. No idea what's going on. Derek Williams there. He is our market analysis expert. So, are we going to do this uh, Assassin's Creed thing then, or what? I think yes. we should try. Yeah, Just been running through the rules, actually. It says here, everything you need to know. Uh, U-Jam, which I thought you were making a, like a joke about YouTube when you no, put it in your... No, it's true. It's a thing. It's called U-Jam. Uh, U-Jam and Remote Control Productions are searching for an iconic voice to complete, sorry, to complete the theme song. For Assassin's Creed Revelations, the new game in the Assassin's Creed series. It's a bit lazy. Can we complete it yourselves? <laughs> Apparently not. No, they're too busy. So the basics before we start, they say, we are looking for a, a female or male voice. Brackets, no lyrics. What? So it doesn't sound like a song, does it? A theme song? What? It's just... Are we going to be like the flying well, pickets? No, do we have to make up our own lyrics? That's what lyrics are. Like, you know the ketchup song? <laughs> does, oh, that, oh. does that have lyrics or is that just sounds? sounds. The head, the ha, the head, the head. Do that to for the... Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> a mashup. Yeah. Um, so you must be 18 years or older. We are. Are you? Well, I am. Cumulatively. And, and that as well. 
Um, and you must be from the US, Canada, UK, or Germany. No Ooh. French. Say a French company. <laughs> right now? Oh, they say. I they thought you were instructing it. me. No, I'm not, I'm not saying I was thinking, name the French company. Because you oh, can say Ubisoft. You well, don't want no, but I thought national. it was a trick question. I thought. Uh, okay, Maybe anyway. More. Infogram. Right, uh, so between September the 8th and 9th, uh, 19th, submissions will be collected. Um, whoa, we've got less than a week to do it. It's a good job we're going to do it in the next five minutes. Let's do it, let's do it now. So how do we do this? Right, um, so I think on there... Um, so basically we need to use UJAM to record your vocal for Assassin's Creed. We don't need to, we don't need to bother with that, because we we've to... got listeners who are going to record it for us. Okay. So if you've got a cassette player... Can you push play and press... record now? <laughs> Uh, it says we need to collect lights from our Facebook friends. Mm. Facebook, we're all on Google Plus these days, Ubisoft. Um, right, okay, so let's do this. And how do we, how do we, um, I don't know, maybe it'll work on here. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the actual, this is the theme song. Wait, those are lyrics. They had the two, they had mm. random and nothing and no mom and homie and they boogie and they woogie with me. You said with me. Mm. They were with Steve. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That was our version of the Assassin's Creed theme tune. <laughs> Award winning? <laughs> Competition winning? We'll find out. It's yeah. time for the letters section. Our uh, our postal bag was filled to bursting this week, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I've got a, a few quick ones here. Uh, this one's entitled Karaoke. Uh, it's from Ronald Webster. He says, I'll say this only once in the name of all that's holy in the galaxy. Uh, that's nothing, then. He says, it's karaoke, not karaoke. I, don't I understand. didn't understand that. No, I think it's karaoke. No, no, but he's but he spelled karaoke. So he spells it karaoke, but he says oh, it's karaoke. I don't know what he's talking about. Says, I says, know what he's doing. Karaoke, not karaoke. But it depends what my accent is, because I say karaoke. Kotaku! Kotaku. Uh, so thanks very much for that. Ben Brown says, hi, OLL team. I know this is a week late, but I just had an idea for One Life Left shirt. I would totally buy. Uh, the front of the shirt says, I like you 7 out of 10. And the back of the shirt says, I dislike you 7 out of 10. And of course, they must look funky through the power of graphic design. That's all, OLL team. Resume your daily business. Thanks for that. That was in uh, request for... Our this is our daily business right now. What, this is what we do. Let's, Let's resume it. it. Yep. I've got a letter here from uh, David from our favourite T-shirt supplier, Bag of Bees. They Come say... He says, uh, small reminder about the Culture Night exhibition. We have got to submit something to that, and we haven't, so I will do that. Okay. I'll do that tomorrow. Sorry, you David. You submit our song. Uh, their culture, not, their culture night exhibition in Belfast, which you should uh, find out more about if you can. Go to bagabees.co.uk. It has submissions from Popcap, the Super Brothers, Anusu Music, Mark Ryhill, and Hollis Brown Thornton, and more. But not yet. One life left. But it will. It will. We will. It, 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 we, we were asked for, I think, our favourite gaming memory. What's yours, Anne? I can't remember. Quickly, what, uh, five what, seconds. Sing, I'll take that always. What? What memory? Singing all that's of not it. a memory. That's a yeah, thing. No, singing when all When you were of ill, back to back. When I was sick, that was amazing. Brilliant, Simon. Really monster maze. Why was that? But, you know, being chased by a T Rex that uh, was displayed using ASCII characters. Brilliant. Right. I'll somehow 
collect those into one. Chase Anne's in ASCII characters singing. That's it. Perfect. Anne? Oh, uh, I've got a letter from Greg. Dear team and... No, we don't have a guest. Uh, Deeply, deeply upset and offended by your wee racism. Well, not really actually upset, just sort of a bit sad. And your comments that you don't even know how to access the Wii shop, even though it's one of the best bits of the Wii. We were joking. We know how to access the Wii shop. Yeah, you don't. That's a joke too. Joke. 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 Like the Wii shop. Do we have to do that now? Do Apparently. we have to get let, finish let everything play. with joke? But at least not. not. No, that's what you have to do. Not. <laughs> joke. Not. But at, least that, but at least that made one of them write to us. <laughs> that's true. Um, bit trip. Beat and bit trip. Runner or Both awesome. fantastic. If you like chip tunes and fun and yet it moves is awesome if you like quirky things and paper. Muscle March is awesome if you like muscle men and polar bears. Who doesn't? Uh, chasing uh, space aliens through Japanese villages and space stations. Wow. Uh, if you don't like these, you're a racist and might as well go and live with David Starkey. See you. Finally, uh, this afternoon we've got a letter in from our friends at Vertical Slice. They say, Ahoy, OLL. Ahoy. 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 This week at Vertical Slice, we've been writing tweeting about horror games as our study about the scariest games on Xbox was published this week. We were wondering which game does Team OLL think is the scariest ever? Um, Keep up the good work, Seb and the Vertical Slice team. P.S. When can we get the OLL crew into our super secret game lab to measure your levels of arousal? Anytime you like, boys. Next Monday. Yeah, (laughs) see you there. Um, Scariest game? Uh, Fatal Frame on the PlayStation 2, I think. PlayStation 2. And it is terrifying. Uh, It's called Project Zero, I think, in Japan. Is Is that right? Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Scamps. Um, Singstar, uh, take that. No. No, and it wasn't one that I actually played. It was when we were at Game City City and we did uh, Resident Evil Live. That was actually terrifying because there were humans chasing me uh, like zombies. That was scary. You? Hmm. Um, 3D Monster Base. Yeah, maybe that or Eternal Darkness. That was pretty inventive. Um, Just confirmed, their survey showed that it was Dead Space... One or two that was the scariest game ever. One of those, wasn't it? One or two. Really? Yeah. Uh, you disagree? I don't know. People were... I don't know. Th- but they were the opposite of aroused, presumably. We did have a letters theme for this week. We did, yeah, and we didn't get any letters for we it. We didn't get any, any letters based on themes, so that means no one wins our prize, our letters prize of the week. Oh, well. And it was shame. massive this week, wasn't it? It's a really big prize. <laughs> it's huge. And we don't do rollovers, so that's going in the bin outside Sorry. Resonance. Um... What are we going to do for the letters theme next week? We need a good one. Because apparently, apparently, what would you do for an OLL festival isn't good enough. Uh, I quite like that. We were... Um, have you got any dirt on our enemies? That's true. We haven't done much campaigning yet, have no. we, this, this episode? We tweeted on... Last... Like, Friday. Friday. No, I'm pointing at you to make... Oh. To tw- do the Twitter oh, that's one URL. Left. Thanks. Um, we tweeted an official list of our enemies last Friday. If you can uh, investigate and dig up some dirt that we can read out on the radio, that would be brilliant. Or, if one of them wins, we will make sure they have their prize taken off them because yeah. of the dirt that you're going to We'll dig strip up. them of their crown. You will do that live, won't you? I we'll get footage of you stripping yeah. our rivals. Of their crowns. And everything else. <laughs>
You're tuned to Resonance 104.4 FM, broadcasting across London. We're One Life Left, we're a video game radio show. As you'll have been able to tell by the quality of the broadcasting that has gone on for the last 35 minutes, in the background you can hear Zappalora. Again, a piece of music from 8-Bit Collective. How do you select songs from 8-Bit Collective? Not, I mean, not in general, I mean you personally. How do you handpick them for the show? I take a mix of the songs that were the most popular It's not always the last a week. sign of um, popularity. It's not a sign of popularity. That's true. To uh, and the songs that I like the most as well. And this is one of them. Well, you were right to like it. You really should have left that bit to roll out and then spoke. I'm, I mean, I'm not telling you how to do your job. No, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> we think about Eurogamer again. Now, just to explain that comment, uh, they said last week that um, Inazuma 11, which, as you all know, as being a regular listener, I loved last week, they claimed it didn't find an audience and i pointed out to them that it was currently number one in the ds charts and they said that doesn't mean it's 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 successful (laughs) the most the best-selling game it's comparatively more successful than the other games but maybe the other games were completely rubbish sold zero and that one sold one (laughs) well you know you can only sell the most you can sell that's true that's what you should have responded (laughs) well I thought I thought about getting into a long argument about how I was looking forward to because I think the inference was that uh, not very many games were sold that week and I was then going to go well I'm looking forward to when you go uh, the ABCE charts and you go well we've got 5 million readers and I go well Daily Man Online gets 40 million I think you've struggled to find an audience you're both websites Mm. Mm. yeah you're not making friends very much this week, are I you? I don't know why I took the Inazuma thing so personally, Anne. It's got nothing to do with me. I just thought it was an unnecessarily snarky comment. That's why I want everybody to be nice to each other. <laughs> no, no, I do. you don't. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't, because you are the one that started saying that everybody who is in our category at the GMAs is our enemy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only a few people. Yeah, that's just... That's just banter. And their listeners. Yeah. And just, their listeners' families. how many... T- if, like, out of the six other enemies, or six mm. of our enemies, with seven nominations in our category, GameSpot are mentioned in three of them. Really? They're, they're, our, they're our issue this year, GameSpot. And we helped them. We did help them. You had one of them on in here. I was really nasty to her. Were you? No, I wasn't. She mm. was very nice. That makes it awkward, doesn't it, when they're nice? <laughs> Don't like that. Talking of being nice... Yes, we're going out, aren't we? We're going to be nice. Well, two-thirds of us are. Yeah, why are you not coming, Anne? I've got a thing. We've got a t- team... We're team bonding on no, Thursday. No, I just don't want to bond with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're out Thursday. So if you live in London... Uh, or even if you don't. Come, come travelling. Yeah, uh, you can stay over at Steve's. Or Simon's. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> Hoping to get lucky, are you? <laughs> Not at all. See what happens at the Wild Rumpus. That's where we're going. Uh, we're going to the Wild Rumpus, which is what? It is a, a video game night. It's at 93 feet east in East London. It's a place very close to our hearts. And it brings the best of indie video games to London for the most unique night out. That's what I'm reading off their website. <laughs> so we'll be able to check that out. We were invited, weren't we? We were. We were. Well, actually... I looked back at that invite and it said to Anne oh, and the so others. Sorry. It really did. It. did. I'm really, really sorry. The, what I'm are you just, doing on Thursday? I've got a thing. A what thing? Yeah. What thing? A thing. No, come on, though. Like, you owe it to the organisers, to be honest no, with you. No, because it's a really lame excuse, but I can't get out of it. What is it? We could get you out of it. Yeah, what is it? I'm meeting up with some friends I haven't seen for ages. Bring them. Yeah, bring friends. No, are you they're... embarrassed of video games? <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed of my friends. Really? Yeah. You <laughs> obviously don't listen. <laughs> I see. Where are you going? Well, actually, it's not too far away. Well, there and we go. We'll see you there. And that's kind of on my way home. Well. So if you're still there at about 10. Which we will, we will be. be. See you there. Right, tell good. you what. Why don't we just go to Anne's thing and then we'll all go yeah. along. But then we won't go to the Wild Rumpus, will we? Because it starts at half six. What uh, time does it finish? 11. I should be able to get there before the end. Okay. So, yeah, it's a night of... Um, Multiplayer indie games, uh, some of which apparently uh, turn conventional video game culture on its head. Mm, like Johann Sebastian Joust. Yes. Johann? Is he going to be on Johann, his head? Uh, it could finish with you on your head. Oh, rubbish. If you're not careful. Jesus versus the dinosaurs. I've seen that at an indie party at okay. E3. Yes. Right. Button. B 
B-U-T-T-O-N. Oh, we know that. We love that. Do we? Yeah. Which one is it? It's the one with the Xbox controllers, where you all have to... There's four of you. Oh, yeah! Because that stands for Brutally Unfair Tactics. Totally okay now. Yep. So it just says, uh, press, I don't know, press the red button on controller two, and then you all have to rush forward, and one of you has to press it, or that sort of thing. It's going to be great fun. Oh. So do come. Uh, how will they How will they recognise us, Steve? We're a handsome. carnation. We'd be the two handsome, handsome men. <laughs> just stood in the corner not talking to anybody <laughs> else, because we're, <laughs> we're too shy. The fall of the Roman Empire is often blamed on a loss of civic virtue, barbarianism, Christianity, a lack of a proper centralised budgetary system, the inflation of the middle classes, declining agricultural output, plagues, lead poisoning or environmental degradation. If the Daily Mail is to be believed, the collapse of civilization this time around is largely due to non-Daily Mail reading hoodie-wearing youngsters desensitised to violence through prolonged exposure to video games and asylum seekers. The problem with blaming all society's ills on video games is that they don't really warrant anything approaching this level of concern. I've only got two and a half minutes, so I'm going to have to leave this statement hanging without really explaining myself in any detail. You'll have to trust me on this one. I've got a degree from Warwick University. It's a biology degree, a source of regret. Three years wasted. But never mind. I'm not really bitter about it or anything. I'm not really sure why I brought it up, really. Sometimes I just like to talk, you know, to block out the voices. Uh, yes. Which is why this week's Austerity Pleasures is about a game that contains more wild Daily Mail baiting ideas per hour than any other game released this generation. It's also a game you could sit a seven-year-old in front of and not worry that he'll be baseball batting ladies of the night within 15 minutes. It's a game that genuinely could cause a riot and the collapse of civilization because it's a game full of ideas that tackle some seriously big issues. Religion, politics, civil disobedience, war, cultism, concepts of individual freedom, social conformity, it's all in there. Now, if you're a PC fan, you're probably shouting something like, Well, that sounds like the Shattered Penguins of Jelly Tower Marmalade, the Nicholas Laplante indie PC game that explores the metaphysical world through the eyes of weeping penguins covered in marmalade. No, this week's austerity pleasure is De Blob 2. Now, stay with me on this one. De Blob 2 is the most deliciously subversive game released this generation. It's almost Gaming's Animal Farm. Not the CBB show with the creepy talking pig, but the George Orwell book. Incidentally, I used to believe that George Orwell voiced Unicron in the original Transformers movie. Then I found out it was Orson Welles. Bit embarrassing, that. Like Animal Farm, De Blob 2 takes some very deep subjects and wraps them up in a friendly delivery mechanism. Animal Farm, dangers of communism, animals on a farm, obviously. De Blob 2, fighting religio-socio-political inertia, blobs. Simple. You stick any hoodie-wearing youngster in front of De Blob 2 for 20 minutes and he or she will be exposed to more dangerous concepts than Grand Theft Auto manages in 40 hours, which makes it all the more amusing that Fox News will never have an aghast panel of mums and dads bemoaning the fact that their child played the blob and were exposed to stuff ten times worse than a two-second flash of side boob in Mass Effect. I don't think the blob 2 is going to change the world, but it is an example of how this medium, the medium we love, can do so much more than give you the keys to a virtual world and let you run down pedestrians in a stolen police car. The blob 2 has ideas in it, and ideas are the most dangerous things of all, which is why the blob 2 is my austerity pleasure of the week the do you inverts and austerity pleasures it's reviews it's one life left in the reviews the review fans favorite part of the show joke (laughs) Uh, what have you been playing this weekend Uh, i've been playing hard lines Hard lines. Yeah. You put out an appeal, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, did. I, you were being quite format specific yesterday, and Yes. This suggests to me you're. Yeah, you're sort of. You're not going with the flow, are you? You're, no. you're, you're, you're selecting games based on their format, which is. I basically, I had uh, my iPod Touch in my hand, and I did not want to get up and switch on any consoles. Ah, I see. That's pretty much how it happened. So I put out an appeal and... uh, But you could be bothered to put out an appeal. Yeah, because I had my um, laptop in my other hand. (laughs) It was very simple. Two hands... And that's just that's just that's just your weekend, is it? That's just my weekend. Balancing technology on your hands. Yeah. How did you tweet then? With my nose. Uh, yeah, and so I played Hard Lines, and um, so it's basically based on the snake concept. You know that little snake? Uh, like Angry Birds was. Mm. <laughs> no! Like Snake from the mobiles. Actually, so we have to stop saying that about Angry Birds, don't we? Because we've got Dan from Chilingo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, yeah, there's loads and loads of different levels. So, essentially, you are a line um, goes around the screen you have to move yourself around the screen um, killing other lines it took me quite a while to figure out how to kill other lines without killing myself um, but I did eventually figure that out is um, it like Tron? yeah that's what it sounds like have you ever seen Tron? no 
Is You've it like Tron? Tron? What is Tron? You're are you... A, you are a line. <laughs> okay. What? I, I've never seen Tron. Tron. You know Tron? No. Okay. What? The movie Tron. Oh, is that set in the olden? <laughs> it's, it, it, it is set, set in the 19th in the old, yeah. century, yeah. Uh, okay. and in, in which people... Uh... Basically, Hadrian's Wall was the original <laughs> line. <laughs> the, the, the light cycle scene from the Oh, movie. Tron! Oh, that's how you pronounce it, is it? As opposed to Tron. Sorry, this is embarrassing, You're isn't it, for us? You're so northern, Steve. Tron. 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 Scone and scone. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, so you go around as a line, kill other lines, eat up the uh, little starry square things that mm. flash and... Just like um, they're doing Tron. Yeah. <laughs> and then you... um. Yeah, there's loads of other different like levels and different ways that you can play the game, but that's essentially it, so you can do it against the clock. You can do it where you only kill other snake lines mm. um, and various others. Would gosh. you say this is, uh, this is the most bestest of all the Tron rip-offs? <laughs> I don't know what Tron is. You've seen Tron with the light cycles, haven't you? No! With Jeff Bridges no, in the lycra. You've seen no. Tron Guy on the internet, the man with the lycra and the bits hanging out. No. What about Trone? Trone. Oh, Trone. <laughs> seven out of ten. Yeah, seven out of ten. Simon. I've been playing Driver, San Francisco. Is that? Do you understand that, Anne? Driver? <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, sadly, it's dropped the, um, the, the sticking a number in the middle of the name convention. Because mm. it was drive, drive, drive three, drive three uh, before, so this is drive four, San Francisco. Um, yeah, it's basically the TV show Life on Mars, a video game based on that. Really? Yeah, you play and uh, stick with me on this. You play a man in a coma. Okay. Um, who's driving cars around? That's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> Joke. Jo- yeah. Uh, well, it is legal. Um, and, yeah, you're uh, basically... Well, at the start of the game, you're you're a fully conscious man, but then you get involved in a car crash, and then you become um, an unconscious man. I haven't finished it, so this is uh, me making presumptions. <laughs> you don't know what states of consciousness yeah, Well, no, exactly. Well, basically, I'm assuming at the end of it, they just switch the life support machine off. Well, maybe it's just various types of unconsciousness. Maybe he has a nap at one point. <laughs> Dreams. Uh, basically, this is, is a... Uh, contrived game mechanic which uh, cuts out all the boring walkie bits in a game called Driver. Uh-huh. Because Driver 1 was about driving, Driver 2 was about walking about bits as well mm. as driving. Right. Um, and they didn't go down particularly well with hindsight, say the developers. So, um, using this conceit, you can uh, transfer your consciousness into other cars as they're going around. So Into cars? Into like other, cars, into other drivers. The movie. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, you know the bit in The Matrix when uh, they jump from body to body? It's like that as well. Mm. And the bit in Angry Birds where you become other cars, very similar to that. So, essentially, it's non-stop racing and stunts around the streets of San Francisco, which, as far as I can make out, was built specifically for that purpose, it seems. Really? Yeah. Well, we were in San it's Francisco hilly, in, in February, weren't we? Mm. I've not seen in the virtual San Francisco one of the sites that I saw in the real San Francisco, which was the two homeless individuals getting, getting off with each other <laughs> in the canopy of Payless Shoe Zone, where it got a little bit frisky and one of them took the trousers down of another one no. in a canopy. And then I bumped into Martin Hollis, actually. I never saw them together at applauding? the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's driver without the walking around bits. Um, looks great. Uh, stunts are good. Uh, it's non-stop action. Um, I've I've not finished it, so I don't know how it concludes. But there are posters in it that it's sort of clearly the doctors communicating with your unconscious self. Um, not played the multiplayer as spoiled at the start of the show or the end of the show was it? Um, but apparently that's very good as well. So harps back to Midtown Madness, as I was saying earlier or after this, depending on which way time flows. Seven out of ten. I've been playing a game I can't talk about. No, you oh, haven't. You idiot. I know. Why would you do that? Because I'm not used to the harshness of modern embargoes, or indeed One Life Left being at the coal face of reviewing. How did this happen and why haven't I got it? Well, I can't talk about it. Right. Review Angry Birds. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Well. Go on, because no one knows what game it is. Go on. It's a sequel. Right. To Angry, a, Angry Birds to 2. A, you know, obviously inspired by games that have gone 
behind it, right. before it, yeah. previous to it. Mm-hmm. And it's if you like that, right. then you'll like Angry Birds too. Wow. It's very violent, though. You've not been playing really? the three, though. You've not been playing Angry Birds 3, have you? Might, might be. Have you? You've not been playing that, have you? I, I, Angry Birds 3 isn't out yet. Have you been playing Battlefield 3? I am so far embargoed, I can't confirm or deny. Do I look like the sort of man who play Battlefield 3? No, but you don't, like the, you don't look like the sort of man who play... Um, Infamous, Infamous 2. 2. Complete yeah. Infamous 2. And Twice. start playing it on hardcore. Right. But it's not that. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to have an exclusive review of that next week. What, before when? the other embargoes? Well, I don't... I, it depends if how the embargo now, falls. Do it now, and yeah. then it's really exclusive. Yeah, go on. It will... What colour is it? Cyan. No, it's not cyan. I can't lie to you. It's definitely... Oh, it's definitely sort of beige. Fade this down, and then talk about another game that's completely separate to it. So I'll tell you what. I'm going to stop doing this. Okay. I'm going to move on to Ella. I'm Ella, I'm Foz, and I'm going to be making a creating game where you create a cat. This game's going to be called Make a Cat. First you choose your cat, then you can give it colours, then you wash it with soap, and then you can make it wet with the shower, and then you dry it, and then you can give it wings and a collar and stuff, and then you take a picture of it. It's going to a fancy dress party where everyone has to be a fairy, and that's why it has wings. You can play with it, you can have a little bed for it, and you can shop. You can buy new clothes, and if you want, you could get, you could make another one for a friend for it. You can have three cats and one dog. They might play with each other. Sometimes the dogs say, no, it's my turn to play with the rattle. It's like Nintendo dogs, except you don't go to the kennels to get it. You create it by yourself. You can have three cats, one dog, and eight rabbits. <laughs> to stop it from eating the rabbit, you have to give it some fish. And you can also have fish pets. <laughs> left resonance 104.4 fm those two ingredients come together to form this cocktail of audio delight it's one way of putting it we're a video game radio show and for the past 54 minutes we've been talking broadly about video games including my non-review of something i can't talk about i've decided it's more green than beige i'm trying to think of a way to mention it without mentioning it 
Okay, let's not do that. We can't even give any clues. Can't even give any clues. It's very exciting. Um, if you like, you know, Angry Birds 3. So we officially named uh, our Nottingham project this morning. We did we, to the organisers. We launched got it in now. You uh, swung a big bottle of champagne against the side of a, a karaoke that's machine. All, karaoke. That's all. Karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> that's all set. So uh, definitely happening on the 29th of October, which is next month. It is. Next month. We need to get going. So. We need your submissions, listeners. Uh, if you've got any popular songs that are good to sing that you can sort of... They have to be karaoke bit classics. Uh, wow. Someone said on Twitter last week, why don't we call it Song Life Left? And I thought, yeah, why didn't we? Why didn't we? Why, that, that seemed like a good suggestion to me. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, I also didn't like it. Yeah. It's weird, isn't so it? So we've gone for 8-Bit Karaoke, presented by One Life Left. Uh, previously, you heard Cannot Be Stopped by Kedro Mellon. Mm-hmm. Kedro Mellon, if you're listening... Can you write some write some 8-Bit Karaoke for us? We just need... You don't need to do the 8-Bit version of the song, although if you want to, please do. All we need are karaoke classics, karaoke classics, yep. rewritten to be about video games. I yep. think I've just decided what I'm going to do. Go on. No, I can't tell you. So, if you were listening earlier in the season, you'll have heard Simon do Uprising. Yep, which is, uh, but that was um, rewritten for Peter Molyneux, uh, and it was called, because he, no, yeah, the chorus went, he he made Populous, something like that. Was something it? like that. It was very was, clever. Just yeah, flick back in your One Life Left archive, find that, you'll see what we mean. Yep. And we had a uh, Proclaimer song done by uh, Fots. We did. Stevens. We did. So, yes, it's songs that you would see people who've been drinking sing in places that they shouldn't, but with video game references and stuff put in. That's what we need from you, our listeners. Only one rule, no Kings of Leon. I tell you what, Matt, I've had it up to here with these new types, you know, coming over from these new regions. Oh, right, yeah. No, I mean, I was... Dark. Yeah. What's that? Dark type. I know. I mean, I always thought it was a bit funny having you know, psychic and ghost and metal. Psychic, ghost, um, dark. They're the same thing. There's they are. What is it now? They got. They got a robot one. Is there a robot one? There's robot one. There's Pink Floyd tribute type. Oh god. I mean, I don't. I don't have a problem with it, and I appreciate that they're just as hardworking as other Pokemon. But you know, we've already got a lot of different types of Pokemon here. Getting along fine with that. We've got a system that works. I mean, to be honest, if I had my way, we'd go back to the simple thing of you know just. Water beats grass. Grass beats. You, you, who knows what grass what beats? What is grass? I mean, we're not experts. Grass beats the flying. Yes. And some other things, and then fire just beats lots of things. Fire beats everything. Yeah, fire beats. But everything. yeah, I mean, I mean, if they're not prepared to integrate with the existing types, well, that's the problem. They well, just then... sort of come in and go, oh, well, you know, I'm dark. I'm a bit like psychic. I'm a bit like ghost. But I'm not going to well, do not, the specific know, jobs yeah. of any psychic Pokemon or the specific jobs of any ghost ones. I haven't got a problem with any Pokemon. I just think we've got a few too many types. I saw a Steel Onyx yesterday. A Steel Onyx. What is that? I don't know. What even is that? You know, Steve, I just I don't even know what's gone wrong with this region these days. No idea. Matt and Steve's amazing Pokemon week. Matt wrote a blog today um, saying why he plays games on easy which was very good. And then he also said that he plays games with an inverted Y. Really? Which is the correct way to play, as is far it? as I'm concerned. Yes. Maybe that can be... If you're, if you're not inspired by uh, this week's letters topic, and why wouldn't you be? <laughs> what was it? I can't remember. Enemies. <laughs> Enemies. And if you weren't inspired enough to write as a uh, karaoke song, karaoke song, then and why wouldn't you be? <laughs> karaoke has its season. <laughs> then uh, why not write in and just say, I... Yes or no. Invert... <laughs> Oh, them out. No. <laughs> desperate we've become <laughs> for correspondence please write to team at onelifeleft.com or tweet us at onelifeleft yeah why not visit our website at www.onelifeleft.com we have a facebook account facebook <laughs> search for one life left and we're not, also we're all on google plus yeah we're not allowed on google plus as a brand yet are we we're why because google have said wait oh are they going to have to approve us as a brand? Yeah. Oh, oh people are going to be wearing us as their favourite brands, 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 well, brands. With our t-shirts. See, that is a karaoke reference. Anne's taken popular music there yeah. and she's turned it into a joke. 
<laughs> Joke. And that was a callback as well. Not. Thank you so much to all Not. our contributors uh, for contributing this week. Thank you to you for yes. listening. And thank you to us as well. Exactly. <laughs> for turning up. It's Monday night, it's seven o'clock, and you're listening to One Life Left. <laughs>